Welcome, everybody, to La Peef Let's Talk. I'm here with Gino Black. Yo, yo, yo. B-Next. Out here. And myself, J.I. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about the legalization of marijuana in Illinois. How you feel about it, Knicks? You know what? Honestly, I'm I'm a fan of it. I think that overall there is like a, I won't say a minority, but it's a large group of people that just kind of morally have issues with it. It's almost like people feel that folks are just going to be walking around dazed and high or something <laughs> like that. Like it's <laughs> right, right, right. strung out like this, the Carter or something like yeah. that. But overall, I think that it's really just, you know, a matter of for those people that want to indulge in, in this, you know, in using cannabis as a recreational. I think it, it, it's generating jobs. Um, it's generating revenue to the city. Is creating opportunities for black and brown people to be able to become entrepreneurs or to work in a more entrepreneurial setting. So um, I'm all for it, but I think there there is a morality issue that um, people have because they feel like it's just it's just wrong. We've heard that even certain um, townships, I want to say, I think um, Orland Park um, has banned having um, a dispensary in, in, in their township. So I think there's just overall people feel a way about it. But I think at the end of the day, you can, even though we wasn't of age, but just like back in the day with prohibition, when alcohol wasn't legal and right. then you had like bootleggers and stuff like that. And then guess what? A few years later, they say like, all right, alcohol is legal. Right. So and why so, is that though? Why do you think that is? You know, what's so funny though, <laughs> somebody, I think I saw a meme online where they were saying like, Hey, you know what? Whenever folks run out of money, they say like, "Hey, you know what? I'm broke. I'm gonna go sell." Right. That's the same thing with the government. That's the government the city, is broke that's what too. The state is saying. So now it's they like, got, "Hey, you got to cut go a brother. Sell. You got to cut a brother in on this, man." <laughs> that's what's happening. Hey, man, it's an industry that that has existed underground for many years, but now yeah. just putting it on the table. Right. Right. And legitimizing, well, legalizing it. So, I mean, yeah. for me personally, hey, to each his own. Is that something you want to indulge in? Fine. Same thing with liquor. You got some people that drink and don't drink. At the end of the day, you just know that, like, hey, I can't show up to work high just like I can't show up to work drunk. Right. So, you still got to be responsible. But overall, I think it's good for the city. What about okay. you, Gino? How you feel about it? Uh, I would say I'm indifferent, you know. Uh I think that people have been doing whatever for the longest time anyway, you know, so making it legal, uh, it's going to come with, you know, some different ramifications or whatever. Uh, but I think that we can figure it out. Um, it is something that uh, I, I did vote for at the time I was uh, an investor uh, in a deal out in Oregon before it was legal here. So, uh, you know, but my first thoughts about it, even when, you know, when it was bought to me, uh, it was the first time I made a decision based on money rather than, you know, what my own, you know, personal feelings were, which was, uh, yeah, I probably don't need to do that. You know what I mean? And, and sure sure enough, you know, uh, things fell apart and, you know, uh, it's just one of those things. So I, I, I'm more so indifferent. I don't, you know, I'm not knocking the government for trying to get on. I'm not knocking, you know, anybody that, that uh, wants to do it or whatever. Uh, but at the same time... Um, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a period of time where, you know, it's, it, we will have some challenges as a result of it, you know, okay. because by the money, by the money not necessarily being able to be in banks, you know, it, it just creates a whole opportunity for vultures, you know what I mean? And, and to, you know, uh, that, that's just a, a whole nother, you know, 
uh, it creates a whole nother uh, added drama with problems and so forth. Well, when it comes to myself, uh, like I believe it's a good thing for the state. I do think they generated a lot of money. Um, I think I read something on the Chicago Sometimes where they made ten point eight million. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, yeah, within five days. So I think that's wow. good. I believe it's also giving people opportunities, uh, especially uh, people that want to open up business and people that want to invest. I think it's going to be great for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just gives you a choice. You don't have to go and purchase like your marijuana from there, but just having a choice. And from what I hear, the quality is good, which is a good thing. Right. Um, and it should be consistent. The thing that I am worried about and concerned about for now is just that um, I heard that they ran low. So I think mm-hmm. that's going to be an issue. But uh, on the bright side, if you're looking to like invest and start up a business within the marijuana, um, it's an opportunity for you to yeah. make sure that you are able to, uh, you know, supply these companies, you know, with it. So right, right, right. Um, you know, when it comes to this whole marijuana thing, I'm, I'm all for it. So let me ask you this: like, if you were morally against it, you know, do you still think it's good to invest? And it just because of the the monetary reward that you can get from it, you know, by being ground level, mm-hmm. you know, what what are your thoughts on that? I want to ask both of y'all. Well, like there's a lot of things out here now that I probably might not like and I might not invest in. And I think that if you want to know people that are not too fond of this whole weed thing, then you don't have to invest in it. So. Again, it's a choice. I don't think that they're forcing it on us. It's not like you have to pay these taxes. You have to go and purchase here. I just think that it gives you an option. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I think it's just another option. But, you know, I want to say personally speaking, it's all about um, us, like far as black and brown people not being late to the party. Because right now, the license to to create a dispensary has already been closed. So Mm -hmm. this work has already been in place leading up to 2020. Mm -hmm. So as far as the Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulation, they've actually shut down any online licenses Mm -hmm. to be able to purchase your dispensary. Well, I mean, not purchase, but open a dispensary. So I think that's something that when these opportunities come about, if this is something like you said, it's a choice, you know, <laughs> kind of my inner Kanye is a choice. But the thing mm-hmm. is, if it is a choice that you want to indulge in, I think that you need to take full advantage of it. Because I, I want to say that even though that weed is well, cannabis is legal, but I think <laughs> you can really, say weed here, man. It's cool. <laughs> no, it's all good. I, the proper terminology for me feel comfortable saying cannabis. All right, man. But I mean, with the, the fact is. Is I think that <laughs> hey, whether we're consumers or whether we're you know owners, uh, we need to make a choice as to like what role do we play because a lot of the dispensaries, even if you think about as far as like just uh, uh, equity of access in Chicago, they're you know really the the stories we've been hearing on the news have been up north. The dispensaries right. up north, up, up north. north. There's a few out south, but majority of them right now at this moment is up north. So again, it goes back to lack of access for anyone that's at least live in the city on the south side or in the south suburban area. Right. So who has access to these opportunities? Right. Well, I mean, I have a friend, uh, uh, my old business partner uh, out in Oregon or whatever, and she actually is is involved, you know, uh, with opening up a dispensary um, in another county. It's not Cook County. You know, so the opportunity is there. I mean, sometimes we have to do the legwork, you know, ahead of time. We can't wait until, you know, okay, now it's legal, so now we'll start. You know, that's something that, you know, we have to do to be in a conversation. Um, well, what, what, do y'all, what do y'all think about, uh, 
I see an article, Chicago mayor wants uh, the city to grow legal weed and give minorities the opportunity to buy in. What do you all think about that? I think it's a great opportunity, you know, for anything that supports uh, you know, us getting businesses and us you know, taking advantage of it. It's an opportunity for us to capitalize on. It's an opportunity, but are we prepared to take advantage of the opportunity right now? Can you think about it? Like, in order to open a business, you can't just say, like, yeah, I'm going to open a business. Like, you got to have collateral. You got to have money up front. A lot of these people we talked about, like you you mentioned Rico, just out of state and things like that, out in Oregon, Nevada, Cali, Colorado. They got investment partners. So right. the thing is, I think as far as us being black and brown, we need to make sure that like, hey, don't again, don't be late to the party. If we need to be able to speak with amongst our own circle or even reaching the people outside of our circle that you know what we need investment partners to be able to say like hey how we legitimize this it's not right. like no, no mom and pop or no corner store type of operation right like, it, it, this is big business yeah, big dollars I, yeah no i understand like in this particular ar- article uh it says lightfoot said up to 15 million dollars that is generated by tax increment financing could serve as seed money for black and brown residents to learn the business and buy in so, I mean, we wouldn't necessarily have to have, you know, so much upfront money. You know, the program is going to be funded by the government and she's fighting for it. You know, I mean, we, we get kind of, you know, I have to play devil's advocate because, you know, you have so many people that will think about, OK, hey, you know what? This is this what we really need in our community? You know, um, you know, this is this is drugs. This is going to give, you know, our teens more access, you know, to to something that maybe they don't necessarily need. And I mean, while on one hand, we could say, hey, you know, when I was in high school, you know, everybody had access to weed. At the same time, when we changed the gun laws, you know, we were thinking like, okay, these these are, you know, you know, tools to protect ourselves. But how many more guns can we have? How many more guns do we have on the street as a result of what the new gun law is? Well, by law, you have to be 21 years of age in order to uh, to purchase. But same I'm, thing with alcohol. Well, I'm, I understand that. But I'm saying by by more people being able to, to purchase handguns, that puts, you know, more teens that gives more teens access to, you know, it's just like, you know, we were younger, man. And you want to go to the, to the, to the L store, you know, you do your run or whatever. And you just waiting for somebody that can go in and buy, you know, what you need. You know what I mean? So I'm saying it's the, you know, you have to deal with that part of it too. You know? Well, I think that's the morality piece where it goes back to like, it's a choice, right? It's so, a choice. But the thing is more as access a choice, though. It gives more access. How comfortable do we feel about this choice? Cause some people, Honestly, you're just totally against the whole idea of cannabis and dispensaries because, you know, this actually came up, I think, with a lot of the black uh, politicians in Chicago, the aldermen, okay. where they actually voted against it right. because of the fact that they said that it would negatively impact our black and brown communities. Right. But the thing is, I mean, we all have a choice. It's all about us being responsible. What what type of growth it, and development do we want to see in our communities? Well, well I was going to say that I think that we need... Um, I don't know what you call the people, but uh, we need to have some classes or, um, you know, like some lectures about how we can capitalize on it. Like, I think we need to educate like the young people growing up and even some of the people that are actually grown now. I think we need to educate ourselves and try to figure out you know, how can we use this to our advantage instead of, that's true. you know, actually I sitting back in this. You know, crippling us. Yeah, because, you know, the thing is, like, I, I agree with everything you said, J.I., and the thing is, it's, like, we're talking about cannabis, right? Marijuana, weed, whatever you want to call it. Right, but the right, thing right. is, like, whether it's recreational or medicinal, the thing is, we're talking about, like, the, the, 
the the consumption of the product. But the thing is, this is big business. Yeah, this is. is an industry. And the it thing is. is, I feel like us, not us in this room, but people out there, they look at it like, oh, I don't morally feel comfortable with people being able to say it is legal to buy it. It's not about the buying. It's about the industry. There's an industry where there's a market. It's all about supply and demand, right? Yeah, but so I the mean, thing is, like, what, what makes that any difference than when it was Heron back in the, in the day? You know, you got Harlem. I mean, you got a drug that's you, a little bit more aggressive. Well, you think Heron is com- supposed to be legal then? But I'm just saying, it's a commodity. If you look at it from a business sense, it's like, I mean, you can't be mad at Frank Matthews and, and, people are and mad, Lucas though. and... What you mean, people mad? People are mad because the fact they don't want dispensaries. They don't want any cannabis in there. That they don't. They feel like it's a it's a fear. Well, it's people, ass, man. Well, it's people that didn't want alcohol. They didn't want cigarettes. Right. So I'm sold saying, in Walgreens. It's it's just something that's like, there. Like I say, I mean, I, I actually voted for it to be in Illinois, but at the time, you know, I had a reason to do that. My partner was trying to come this way. You know what I mean? So it's like if I had to do it all over again, I don't know that I would vote for it to be. You know, legal in Illinois. You well, know what I mean? Well, it should be an education behind it. Like one thing Jr. mentioned about like like classes and courses. And the thing is, you still have to, in order to um, work in a dispensary, you still have to get your continual education. You still like there's certificate programs. But one of the things I noticed, like looking this up in Colorado, like you know, 420, right? So the thing is, 420 day. That's like the day that folks like you know smoke. But the thing mm-hmm. is, they actually in Colorado, they use 420 as a day of education, right? To be okay. able to talk about like, hey, how we, how has been able to advance mm-hmm. as far as with health, or how has been able to advance as far as curriculum, as education, industry, um, and medical field. So the thing is, I think that we need to be able to have the vision in order to say, you know what, it's legal as of January first. But what choice do we have as far as being able to understand its benefits financially, its benefits health-wise, right. its benefits as far as jobs and economic opportunities? I think we need to embrace As well as leisure as well. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. The, yeah. Leisure, leisure. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like I say, I'm, I'm indifferent. I'm, I'm, I'm not against it, but like I say, I can see where it's, you know, it's, it's, it can cause some problems. And, you know, the other thing is, I mean, I don't see it as, like, the worst thing. I mean, you know, the kids that's high now, I mean, you know, they doing the Percocet pills and, and you know, all sorts of more aggressive things. You know what I mean? So, I I, I mean, you know, the cannabis is natural. It's from the earth. You know, I mean, I, I get it. You know, however, people can lose uh, or, or be in a trance a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I mean... And it, it can cause a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, particularly the easy access. And I, I say that with respect to, you know, having, you know, kids. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, just like I said with the handguns. You know what I mean? It's like because there's more access to, you know, adults being able to get them, then they can get in the hands of kids. You know what I mean? And what does that cause? It's like you got a city of people who right now, you know, they won't travel like places where I work every day. You know what I mean? You got people who, oh, you work down there? And it's like, yeah, man, I got to get this changed wherever I can, you know. But you have people that are afraid or in fear, and why is that? We have 10 times the amount of handguns in, in 2020 than we did before these laws changed. Well, it's like fear of the unknown. Because one thing I say, like, if I walk into a dispensary, I know exactly the milligrams of how strong or how potent this particular strand of cannabis is. The thing is, yeah. if I buy it on the street, 
You don't know. I mean, what I don't get. know what somebody done laced it with. Yeah. I don't know what they trying to sell. And the thing is, yeah. is, like, if I purchase something and it's legal, and if something go wrong, have some type of adverse effect, I could go right back to that. There's a legality. There's a a responsibility and accountability. To that like the thing is, well, if you, I bought it from somebody that. down the street, yeah, you then, got me on that. I feel you. Yeah. You know, like you said, it's still here. I mean, and you're right. You know, um, but like I say, I mean, I will say, you know, handguns always been here, but the access wasn't as easy you know what well, i mean and can, with we, that- can we sidebar real quick can you you mentioned handguns early and i didn't i didn't think about this until like uh mm-hmm. they was talking about this some months back like on, on the radio where they were saying like with handguns like going back to black and brown right the thing is you know like in other other cultures like with you know like with white folks and things like that or hunters and things like that they actually take their kids out there to go hunt and stuff and even though we're talking about like using a gun even though it's not to kill someone but to kill like game and and you know deer and hunting and things like that but one of the things they talked about on the radio fact that like the the education piece us as far as black and brown there's a lack of education around handguns right but the thing is like even though we may say like well what is the the legal age you know in order to introduce what's the proper time to introduce this to a child but the thing is like it has to be a level of education around because even if something to handguns, even if you have it in the house, like just how to hold a gun, when do you use the gun? Like, well, you know, how many, you know, clips for a particular gun? That's the thing. Like, we never provide a level of education around handguns. So that's why right. so much stupid stuff happens because honestly, the people that we see to be buying these illegal handguns, half them don't know how to use it. Or they mentally aren't there. This is like maybe the first or second time they ever used it versus it being introduced to them as a young child. So it's one of those like, what are we really doing to educate folks overall when we have like these nuances in our society? Like even with something to drinking, right? The thing is, hey, technically drinking, you buy your, your you know, your beverage or whatever when you're 21. But the thing is, same thing. Folks got access to alcohol at a younger age. But if you don't talk about it, you don't, you know, socialize it. You don't normalize it and say like, hey, this is a conversation I got to have about this, about handguns, about alcohol, about cannabis. Then, you know, mistakes are to be, are going to be made. Well, I understand that. But I mean, I think of it in terms of, well, these different things we're speaking on. What is their purpose? When I think about a handgun per se, what is a gun for? Some people might view it as protection. Some mm-hmm. people you know, uh, either way, a handgun is meant to do one thing, to kill. Right. So I, I believe by educating our kids. You know, to kill. Or to, to kill. Protect. To kill. Well, it doesn't protect anything if you're not willing to use it. And if you're willing to use it, then you have to be ready to kill. Right. So, yeah, I, I get it. I'm just saying a lot of I people that are not willing to kill get hurt. You know, but they shouldn't have a gun. Cause for me personally, well, like I'm but not willing to people, kill. I actually don't like the fact that legalization but I, of handguns. Well, I'm, I'm saying I understand. Uh, I think that. we're getting a little bit off topic. Let's keep it on the weed. All right, okay. Weed, bro. <laughs> well, I was just marijuana, speaking to it. cannabis. Just speaking to it, and you know, it's like when you say you know cannabis or whatever. It's like when we talk about cannabis. I mean, the whole purpose of it is to get high. Now, there are other, you know, mar- medical marijuana has been around for a while, but, you know, that has, it's different reasons, you know what I mean? But if we're talking about just to get high, you know, then, like I say, the, the easy access that adults have, it can easily be pushed towards the kids, you know what I mean? And because, I mean, whatever we view as legal, as with the law, within the law, 
You know what I'm saying? It's very hard to to tell our kids like, man, this is not okay. This is not what you want to do. When obviously you are consuming this particular thing, you know, perhaps in the in the presence of a child, or when you can give or pass this down to a child. You know what I'm saying? So, like I say, it's like we can educate them on, you know, this is how you want to smoke weed, and this is when you want to smoke weed, and this, that, and the other. But I mean, is that necessarily the example? I mean that 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 we're trying to pass on to our youth, you know what I mean? And that's that's like I say, that's the dilemma about it when when I think about it, you know what I'm saying? I feel like our children don't have a choice. They knew a long time ago that legalizing marijuana was going to generate a lot of money. The best thing for us to do is just to adjust everybody, adults and children. We need to educate our kids on the positive and negative effects now that marijuana is legal. And then we move forward from there. It's here to stay. So do you think that this state will be in better shape because it has taken on marijuana in a legal manner? I don't think. uh, That's a yes or a no. No. But the fact that we don't have any control over it. We have you to may as well like, get adjust. on the right side of right. it and like, make yeah. some money. No, so we got to like adjust to yeah. what's going on because it's not going nowhere. So we have to figure out, you know, how to maneuver through this. Yeah, and yeah. And, and and in order for us to figure it out, you know, we got to educate ourselves and we got to also educate our kids, and we just got to move forward from there. Hey, I look at it. It's it's an industry. It's a business. Like like Jr. mentioned, it's not going nowhere. But the thing is, because it's not going nowhere, it's still a choice. So, you know, just because it's legal, that don't mean that like, oh, OK, you're forced to use it. But I think that we, we do um, owe ourselves and the people closest to us, like, you know, opportunity to be able to kind of learn, become aware of it. And honestly, like, man, we don't have any past experiences. This is new for the state of Illinois. So th- this is a change. Like, think about, like, us growing up, man, talking about, mm-hmm. like, legalization of, of cannabis. This is right. something that we, we never, never thought. Right. Yeah, never. Right. And, and part of the thing that we didn't bring up, the fact that, like, because of this change, um, they actually were able to r- remove charges for people who had, like, had been charged with, like, 30 grams or less. Right. So now this is an opportunity for us uh, with, with the restorative justice to say, that, you know what, because of now this new law and to do right by people who have previously have been charged and went to, you know, fine and sanction or went to jail based on petty weed charges. Right. Now this is an opportunity for them to say, you know what, we're wiping your record clean. That You know what, we're removing this particular charge because of the fact that we're talking about talking about weed, man. Yeah, right, weed. right, right. So the thing is, that's something I think that is also something that's overshadowed. The fact that we have some people that are no longer have this on their records mm-hmm. based on gen- them having 30 grams or less. Yeah. Now the thing is, somebody may say like, "Well, it prevented me from a job back in 2003." You can't change that. Yeah, you can't change that. But at least moving forward, like we're saying, the fact it's legal now, moving forward, it's here. Folks voted on it. This is what the people voted for in the state of Illinois. So moving forward, we just need to figure out, like, man, what does that mean in our culture, the culture of living in Illinois, specifically in Chicago, Mm -hmm. for ourselves and our, our our future families and loved ones. Yeah, I can feel that. No, that's what's up, man. Well, there you have it. You got any final words, J.I.? Nah, I said what I said. You got any final words? Yeah, nah, I'm good, man. Hey, like, like B. Nick said, it's here. It's not going anywhere. Uh, J.I. said hey, we need to uh, learn what we can about it, educate ourselves, educate our children, you know, so that the one thing for sure is we don't abuse 
what what is now a privilege, you know, to uh, be able to, you know, if you want to smoke rec- recreationally, uh, you can do so. But also do your research as well. This might be an opportunity for a lot of people. So do your research and let's educate ourselves. Let's see how we can make some money off this opportunity as well. And that's a lot of people. Let's talk. We out. We out. Yo.